Hey, fellow tennis nerds, I hope all is well. Today, I have an honored guest in Rachel Stuhlman, one of the most popular tennis influencers. Sure, you've seen her on Instagram. She used to play for the Missouri Tigers, was high-ranked NCAA player. How are you today, Rachel? Doing well. Thanks so much for having me on. So what's going on in your life right now? Yeah, so, you know, it, we've had all the slams, a lot of tournaments. This is just kind of that fourth quarter of... Um, of a lot of different tennis events going on. And I'm still kind of figuring out my um, travel schedule. There's lots of options, Rolex, Paris Masters, there's Turin, a bunch of exhibitions, Baja Mar, Turks and Caicos, Necker Cup, um, All-American Cup. So I'm still kind of, I was asked today what my next tournament is. I'm not sure at the moment, but uh, I'm always ready to go uh, for whatever, you know, opportunity it, it is so what's what's it like to go to these events do you have any favorites or is it very busy when you're there like a lot of like commitments you have to do yeah so especially the u.s open that one definitely is my favorite i know it's a little bit biased but um for me like that was just non-stop two weeks there were events i had a lot of obligations as far as brand commitments um, I had a lot of meetings, there were player parties, and then of course going to the matches and then going to suites and all of the, all of the different things that going to the US Open entails. I think I was averaging like three or four hours of sleep for two weeks straight. And so that was, but it's always so totally worth it. Um, and then you asked about the other tournaments. Um, I think it's so special because they all have their own unique aesthetic and they're all very special in their own ways. And it's, um, you know, usually a different group of people that are uh, putting it on. And it's it's just, I that's what I enjoy is being able to go to these tournaments that are in, you know, different countries, different cities, and uh, being able to kind of just experience that culture, experience the tennis tournament, um, uh, the beauty of, you know, the events. Do you manage to keep up with your routines when you're traveling, like going to the gym? Do you manage to play any tennis? <laughs> uh, what's, what's happening besides all the work? Yeah, you know, it's, actually been a little bit harder for me this year um traveling so much I was just telling a friend I've been home less than 30 days this year I've been on the road so much uh so working out and having a routine is actually kind of non-existent for me it's and uh so I just you know I'm very very mindful um I am very mindful with what I eat so I'm not like eating because I'm not going to be able to work out um and I, you know, work out as much as I can when I am on the road. Usually, you know, the hotels have a pretty nice gym. Uh, so if I have enough energy, then I definitely, I just really am mindful and listen to myself and just try and stay healthy from all the travel. Yeah, it's tough. It's one of the toughest things to stay just like eating well and, and doing the workouts. I mean, luckily with the gyms, you have the, the training facilities. Do you have any time to play tennis? Are you hitting any balls? Yeah, so um, I try and hit at least once a week. Uh, I again over the summer I really didn't have as much opportunity, but um, you know since I've been back in the last month, uh, yeah, I try and hit once a week, twice a week. I do shoot this like um, instructional piece to my content where I'll uh, teach a drill, and so I always will kind of hit before that, and then you know put to together the drill and, and film that. So. I do that, but I also want to stay prepared in case there's like, um, you know, an exhibition or a charity event or some kind of um, coaching event that uh, that I'm needed at. So I try and stay tuned up and, and not too cold. Um, so yeah, I, I try and hit what I can. 
do you ever like miss competing? I mean, you were quite high level player, so that's like the competing is in you, right? Do you miss it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I wanted to play my whole life. I wanted to play tennis. I loved competing. And a lot of times I'll go to these tournaments and I'll be sitting there I'm like, oh, I wish I was playing. I wish I was still playing. Like really miss, um, you know, I miss the strategy of the game, being able to problem solve on court. I miss being very competitive. I found kind of like different avenues to kind of like put that into my life with what I'm doing now. But uh, I still have dreams that I'm competing a lot, <laughs> that I'm playing a big match, uh, which is funny. But but yeah, I definitely do miss it. And what's up with, with the family then? Like you're always traveling, like you must miss your family and friends at home. Like it must be tough. Yeah, but um, I, you know, I keep my, where I live by my family. So when, um, you know, when I'm not on the road, I'm able to see them when I'm home. Um, my family is very close. I'm actually a triplet, uh, one of three, got a brother and a sister and we're all very close. We have a little sister as well. And she's like my best friend. Uh, so we all, you know, we've got a family text, uh, lots of FaceTimes and always making sure to see them between uh, all of the travels. When you're a triplet, do you have like a telepathic ability to communicate <laughs> with each other? Like, do you know what the other people are thinking and feeling sometimes? I truly think so. I think so. And uh, I've had moments where, you know, I've had a certain feeling and I'll reach out to them. And of course, something is going on. Um, and that's happened a few times to me. My triplet sister thinks that I specifically really do have that kind of telepathy with them. Um, I think so too. I know people probably think it sounds crazy, but it is just a feeling and uh, it is super special. Like I'm, I'm very lucky. Two automatic built, built in best friends since we were born. No, that's amazing. I think there even like been like really researched and stories about this kind of ability when you're twins yeah. or triplets, it's even more. So that that's pretty, pretty interesting thing, you know, to, to keep uh, investigating. Do you have time to watch any tennis? Like do you watch tennis during the events or are you just always like in commitments? Yeah, I, I usually do. Um, and I know like I'm thinking of a certain instances like Indian Wells or Miami, um, you know, where, where I'm here, I am able to watch some matches and I do always try and, you know, walk the grounds and experience the tournament, check out the practice courts, check out, you know, the grandstands or the, um, you know, the smaller courts uh, and see some of the players that I love also check the schedules and be able to, um, you know, look at who I would want to watch or, or just check out that day. And um, so, yeah, I am pretty lucky that it is a, lo a lot of work being at the tournaments, but I do have a little bit of time to check out some matches and I get to see some pretty amazing matches. I'm pretty lucky. Yeah, that's cool. When you go to the tournaments, live tennis is the best. That's usually what I tell people is the best if you can go. Uh, so when you walk around the grounds, you're a pretty famous tennis influencer. Do people stop and like want autographs or selfies? Does that happen? Actually, yeah. Like the last two years, um, the tournaments in the States, especially, uh, I've been stopped quite a lot for a picture and, it's really nice, like, uh, feeling support from people. Um, yeah, I've worked pretty hard in my career. And so, um, you know, that's always a fun moment. And I'm always happy to say hi and, and take a photo with someone for sure. Yeah, it's a nice way to, to give back. And also, like, it's nice to see the tennis community growing or caring or being, you know, quite active. Uh, do you What do you think about tennis in general? Is it doing okay? Or is it uh, losing the battle to pickleball? Or what's your feelings there? <laughs> No, I was just asked this. It's not 
losing a battle to pickleball. Pickleball is a fun, like recreational sport. I am supportive of it. I think it's a great social activity. I think it, it is very healthy, gets people out of the house. It's a fun you know, thing for people to stay active on court. Supportive of that. Um, yeah, it can be a little bit annoying when you're going to a tennis court and there are, you know, some pickleball players out there, but um, I think it's uh, overall a good thing. Tennis is still way more popular for sport. I mean, you think about like, um, not just like, I guess in the country, but like internationally as well. Pickleball is it's only in the States right now. You get Padel in, in your country, paddle and, and in Europe, right? It's yep. paddle, paddle's very, like kind of the, yeah. yeah, the pickleball equivalent. And um, so I think that like, yeah, it is huge here. I also said the other day, I think that more more people play pickleball than watch it. More people watch tennis than play it. Um, but it's still, yeah, it's tennis. Tennis is fine. It's not going anywhere. Pickleball's not taking over anything. <laughs> Everything's fine. <laughs> I think that's the right mindset. I think it's also like good to be welcoming because I've seen these kind of pickleball wars and stuff. And it's like, it's just a yeah. silly way. It's better to just coexist. And if you want to move in between sports, that's great. Like if you don't feel you're, you know, want more than pickleball or if you want maybe less strain on the body than tennis. Well, if you're involved in tennis, you cannot, you absolutely cannot avoid pickleball. You just can't. There have been many like ways, different work that I've done, different companies I've worked with that have just, it's just crossed into pickleball as well. And you just can't avoid it. Uh, you kind of like have to accept it, be welcoming of it. And, um, you know, just do what you have to do to work with in both sports. Um, it's fun. It's fun to play. Uh, I think tennis uh, physically is a lot more, way more impressive. It's, it's a lot harder for me to actually watch a pickleball match. Like definitely no disrespect to the athletes. I think that they're, you know, great athletes. They've obviously figured out, um, you know, a really, really, I guess, strong way to play, um, you know, this sport. And but I think it's just not as impressive to watch for, for me personally. Yeah, and it makes sense. I mean, we're both tennis players, so it, it makes sense yeah. that it's like not so natural. Do you think tennis can do something better maybe to be more marketable? Uh, because what, what Pickleball is doing really well is like they're selling the sport really well, right? Tennis, can we do something better with the rules, with the, the producing of the events, the packaging? There's a lot of different... Um, you know, companies, different projects, different uh, things in place that is just making the sport of tennis more accessible. Like, for instance, um, like we're talking about just kind of reaching that general audience. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Glue with the Ultimate Tennis Showdown, that is specifically targeted to kind of that younger demographic that has a shorter attention span. And it, it was an absolute success. So that's like one event that can kind of be, you know, for everyone to, that might not want to sit that four hour match just to come enjoy some tennis. It's very easy to kind of digest. It's easy to watch um, and it's quick moving. So that's like one example. But then there are also like programs in place, some like technologies that um, will introduce people into the game. I'm working with a company now that's a tennis top golf concept and it's really cool it's it's going to give you know people who are a little intimidated by the court maybe don't know what to do just kind of a, a fun interactive social entertaining way to really experience the game 
Um, and yeah, there's things like that. Um, you know, there's some technology out there. Like I worked with Topcourt for a long time and um, that's, you know, both tennis and pickleball now, uh, but it's just that kind of e-learning platform for people to be able to learn. I think that tennis has a lot of those things in place right now. I think pickleball is just kind of like more of like a craze for, I guess, a social activity. Yeah, the social activity in tennis is sometimes, sometimes tennis is too competitive, it feels like. Everybody's so competitive in tennis, you know, they want to win. And then you kind of lose a little bit of that social aspect of pickleball where you can just pick up the paddle and then a beer and you're playing, right? So, But those pickleball players, some of them are pretty dang competitive, though. I can imagine, yeah. I've seen some fights on YouTube and stuff, like what's happening, <laughs> right? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, it's, it's a funny, yeah. funny thing. So if we go back to your, your tennis beginnings, like you, you must have like hit had so many hours on the court did you have any like strong highlights in your career that you can remember that you think about from time to time yeah I I mean I played you know since I was a little kid since I was five years old um I had a pretty good college experience I didn't do everything I wanted to do career-wise uh with my tennis career but had some um you know good wins I always think of um the University of Georgia that was a I had the biggest win of my career. Um, and then I also, like, we also had a college match day. It was one of the, I think the first year they ever did that. They featured 10 matches and, and ours versus Georgia was one of them. So that was just a really cool, cool experience. But uh, for me, I, like those moments definitely come to my mind. Yeah. And it's a, it's a good ground, I think, to get start. I mean, if you're a good tennis player and you want to have a career, but you also want to have a backup in life that you actually have an education. I think that makes sense. Maybe not for everyone, but it seems to be a good option. Did you feel that the same way? Yeah, you know, I always think this. I'm like, I'm very, very happy, lucky, blessed, like thankful for how my career has kind of panned out the way that it has. Um, if I could do it all over again, I would have tried a bit harder in school. I would have actually been, um, I guess, a little bit more present and, and thought of a little bit more about my major um, than the one that I chose. Uh, so yeah, that's one thing I, I do think about because I, I thought at the time, I thought I'd be playing tennis for the rest of my life. I thought it would just never end. You know, you're young and you have kind of an obsession with the sport that you're playing. Um, so yeah, I just, I never thought it would end. And then going a little bit into my story, I, when I decided not to continue on professionally, I took the highest paying coaching job, was offered from country clubs, academies, colleges, but it took me to Sun Valley, Idaho, um, where, which is a very, very nice country club. Actually, Matt Spielander um, is out there. He's a member there. And so I, I, I got to meet him. And, um, and so anyway, but out there, I learned, like, I, I really was thinking, like, I still feel like I want to be a part of the sport. I have all these thoughts, all these ideas. Like, I feel like no one is highlighting tennis like it should be. Um, and, and then I hired a website designer. I just started writing a bunch of articles about, you know, tennis and, uh, and kind of my thoughts in the sport. And they were very well received by a lot of people. And from that came a lot of opportunities in the media world, uh, which, you know, I, I didn't know that I would even do that from a young age. I didn't really plan that or anything, but it kind of happened. And I just said yes to a lot of opportunities. Um, worked as a digital media host, done some sports talk radio, done a little bit of commentary. Uh, it's just kept leading me to a lot of different opportunities. And from there, 
Um, you know, I started growing my uh, personal brand, which I really, really have dedicated to highlighting the sport of tennis, um, you know, the schedule, uh, the tournaments, everything like that. I feel like I've really put myself out there on behalf of a sport that's been in desperate need of social media content for a really long time. And um, so, yeah, it's, it's been, uh, it's been really fun. And it's funny because like um, this younger girl reached out to me and she was like, what do I need to do to have like a, a career like this? And I, I, it is a very unconventional path. Like I just, there's no playbook for this. I just said yes to a lot of opportunities. I always made sure to put myself out there, um, you know, meeting people, networking, following up. And and I work pretty hard and uh, yeah, super, super blessed to be where, where I am. You think you got like some of that ambition from from tennis in a way, like that you actually had to work so hard in tennis that you've got that mindset. I maybe it's from family in a way, but it's also like from the sport and and being you know forced to put into all this work. Yeah, definitely. I think that I was always uh, very very committed. I was very disciplined, um, like my entire playing career. Like I didn't drink ever, like until, until after I played, um, even in college. And uh, I was very disciplined. I always uh, put in extra workouts. I knew that I wasn't like born insanely talented in tennis. So I, I knew that I needed to do a lot of extra work. And I did that, um, you know, my entire career, uh, you know, staying up late, serving that extra basket, um, getting those extra reps in in the gym, that always was kind of like, you know, who I was as an athlete. And um, I think that a lot of that did transfer over to my professional career where, yeah, I do put in a lot of, a lot, a lot of work and it's not easy because like I said, there isn't a playbook for what I'm doing. And, um, you know, I've kind of created this career for myself that I am proud of and, uh, you know, it's, it's been a really, really cool experience. And my mission has always been to make the sport of tennis more mainstream, really relatable and accessible. And anything that aligns with that, um, I'll just continue to kind of follow that path, say yes to, and just keep kind of moving forward. That's great. Do you have any like personal milestones in your career or like a direction where you want to go? Like maybe, you know, being a TV presenter, being more in broadcasting or or something else, maybe outside tennis, for example. I have so many goals, like so many goals that I want to achieve. Um, but just, I guess, sharing a couple with you. I do want to get more into kind of the commentary side. Uh, one thing that I love, like I told you earlier, is that strategy of the game. Like I love talking about it. I love talking about you know, players' strengths and weaknesses, how an opponent matches up to another one, how the match is going. And um, so that's something I definitely am working to, um, you know, put myself out there more and do more of that. Uh, I also am working with like a variety of different projects. Um, one of them is bringing a professional tennis tournament to my home city of St. Louis. Came close a couple of years ago, learned a whole lot from that experience. Um, but I would like to, you know, have that happen as well. Um, I want to continue to be more involved with the tournaments, uh, particularly internationally. Uh, there's a lot that I haven't been to that I really would like to go to and, and really help kind of promote and um, highlight those tournaments. So that's definitely kind of where I see my career going. I'm also uh, been working on a book that I'm really excited about and uh, 
so yeah that's kind of a few of the things that is this book at. tennis related or is something else other topics it is tennis related yeah it is and it's something that's like really meaningful to me it's kind of the way that i view the sport and without giving too much away <laughs> i'm really excited about it that's great that's great so do you have any time for any other hobbies besides tennis is it just tennis 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 or or i mean because your career is taking up a lot of time of course yeah it is um i feel like right now i do but if you would have asked me like midsummer like earlier in the year i would have been like no i don't have any time for anything um but yeah i feel i mean family time obviously important to me um i like to stay active so working out as well uh and then just making sure uh that i get to see my friends having a social life um you know i do like going out and dressing up going to events um i just went to you know i had a pretty busy social week last week went to a concert went to a gala went to a couple of parties like and um so yeah i do like uh staying social just trying to kind of balance uh and, and have a normal life yeah i think that's uh, important what was the concert it was SZA. oh cool. um, yeah yeah well, it's good yeah she was unbelievable yeah it was it was really amazing she's actually from st louis um oh, so wow. it was kind of fun to see her here and yeah that was really good do you have like a strong connection to your hometown like you feel it in your bones almost I do. And it's like, I feel like a lot of people make fun of it because, uh, you know, there have been some athletes or well-known people to come out of St. Louis and they rep St. Louis so hard and like always St. Louis, this and that. Um, but it is such a special city and I'm you know proud to be from here. And, uh, you know, it's a great sports city. Uh, we've got a huge baseball team, hockey team, soccer team. And uh, actually, so much tennis history. It's insane. I'm on the uh, St. Louis Tennis Hall of Fame board. And, um, you know, it's really cool. Uh, and since I was a young kid, I've learned all about the players that came from St. Louis. Like Jimmy Connors, Arthur Ashe played here when he was 18 years old. He, he came to train here. Um, and then there's Butch Buchholz, Chuck McKinley, Dwight Davis is, uh, is from St. Louis. So it's just such a rich tennis history. And um, that's another project that I'm working on is um, just working hand in hand with the St. Louis Tennis Hall of Fame, making sure to kind of highlight that tennis history. Like I said, we're such a sports city and um, I feel like the city isn't as aware of the tennis history. So I'm like, okay, it's time for us to, for everyone to know about this too. So it's great. It has like such a strong sports soul, right? It's like uh, impressive that some cities can just like keep producing talent over and over again. It's like in the culture, you know, kind of. It is, yeah. And it, I mean, the baseball too, it's, it's, it's super impressive. It's always been a great team. Not this, not this year, but um, in the prior years, one of the best, I'd say. That's cool. Yeah. When you work with, I mean, you're an influencer in a way, right? It's, it's a word that's a bit tired, but does it come with a lot of complications like messages from everyone, brands contacting? Some people have an addiction to the phone because you get a lot of messaging on, on the phone. So it's tough to stay away from Instagram and so on. Do you feel that? Not really. I feel like I have things pretty down to a T. It's really become just a business for me. Uh, social media, like I don't share too much of my personal life. I'll never really post where I am or what I'm doing um, unless it's kind of like out at a tournament. And uh, so, yeah, it really has become a business for me, a way to, um, like I said, sh you know, showcase the tournaments and also the brands that I'm working with. I've got it pretty much down to a T. I've got a great team. 
Um, I've got a um, videographer and photographer, and it's like phenomenal. Anytime that I have a new content piece that I have to make, we'll just you know talk about it, go shoot it, he'll edit it, and it's good to go. And it's always just kind of like, like I said, down to a T. And and uh, yeah, so I feel like that's kind of where my social is at. Well, that's good. That's good. Do you have any kind of like project management? tool or team or person to help you because if you have so many projects going going how do you keep track of everything i know i do i have an agent um i also have a manager and then i have two interns and um along with the content so i do have a whole team and it's a great um group of people and a website designer he's awesome so he takes care of my website yeah, it takes a village. Like you need more than than one one person. Like it's yeah. things just stack up and things become more and more, you know, snowballing. Like in this time of social media and content, I think things snowball much faster. So you have to be ready to kind of move with opportunities and go to events and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. Do you have any highlights from the events you've been to that you were like, this was the best I've done this year or previous years? Um, I will always say that us open is always a very meaningful event for me and i'm not just saying that because it actually is like every year something amazing always happens for me from that tournament and um yeah i think this year um just since it was like like i feel like i'm i'm at kind of like the best that i've ever been the best that where where my brands are where i'm going the most confident i've been um i feel like this year it was definitely the entire thing was a highlight just since I landed getting to, you know, go straight from the airport to the PTPA interview that I had. And then from there, go to the taste of tennis, private dinner. And then the next day, wake up and I, I don't even remember what it was, but meetings and then this event. And then it was just nonstop productiveness for like two weeks. And, um, I, yeah, I, I would definitely say that, uh, us open for sure. Yeah, it seems to be a special event. Like, yeah, I think they broke some attendance records. Like, it was pretty packed this year, no? Yeah, it was. I saw that. I can't remember the exact number, but they definitely did break uh, break attendance. It was packed the entire time. And yeah, that was it was an awesome year this year. Yeah, hope for an even bigger year next year. And, and for you as well. I mean, I really enjoyed talking to you. I know you have a press schedule, so I don't want to take up more of your time. But it was uh, enjoyable, and we keep in touch, and I keep watching your career. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. It was, it was a great time.